0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Bell Beauty Room. I'm your host Megan, your licensed cosmetologist, and today's episode we're going to be talking about skincare marketing, all the tricks and the lies involved in it. This is something that I'm very passionate about. Being a licensed professional skincare professional, I see a lot of misinformation being shared, especially through Instagram influencers, all of that good stuff, and it's really important that I, as a licensed professional, weed out the lies for you guys. That rhymed cute. But seriously, it's important that I'm weeding out the lies and getting to the root of what these products are actually going to be doing for you versus how pretty the packaging is. And maybe the ingredients aren't really all that. They're just meeting your aesthetic criteria, if that makes sense. So let's talk a little bit about it. Skincare marketing, what is it? Just like with anything, advertisements, any product that you're purchasing, where there is a demand for it, there's going to be advertisement for it. I'm sure you know that if you're scrolling on Instagram and you start clicking on certain types of brands or certain aesthetics. Those types of advertisements start coming up more frequently for you on Instagram, on Facebook. Your YouTube ads are going to start reflecting some of the searches that you've had. The world of marketing is very smart. They work very quickly and they track a lot of the things that we like and skincare is no exception. When you start looking things up for healing acne, for example, you're going to start being privy to a lot of Advertisements that have to do with probably salicylic acid, the anti acne treatment, X, Y, and Z, things that are really geared towards acne. And you as a consumer are going to be seeing that and be like, oh, okay, add to cart, gonna heal my acne, so excited about it. But there's a lot of lies and misconceptions along with misinformation that goes into these advertisements. Let's talk about them. One of the biggest ones that has become very popular obviously with the rise of social media is the Instagram influencer ads right y'all knew I was going here if you follow me on Instagram you know I hate influencers who have no business giving out skincare advice giving out skincare advice where does this come from why do they do it When a company needs to push a product, they contact an influencer, somebody who's got a high following of the age demographic that that brand is gearing to sell to. They contact them and the influencers get paid by the thousands, depending on how many followers they have. And they're given a strict criteria, okay, we're going to send you the product, We need you to post these pictures. We need you to speak on this, that, and the other thing, specifically about the product. And the reality of it is that these influencers don't even have to use the product. It's just a form of advertisement. So here you are, a consumer, someone who's following your very favorite Instagram influencer, and now she's posting about this brand new product that she's using, and, oh, it's changed my skin. It's amazing. And the reality of that is she could have gotten that product I mean, even a couple of days ago, the contracts can go anywhere to like, you have to post between one and seven days from receiving what we send you. That's just not enough time to really see a difference in your skin. A lot of the Instagram ads that I see are the girls talking about, I've used it twice already and you guys, uh, it's like my super favorite thing to do. It's my favorite part of my regimen. It's super nice. It's super this. It's super that. Like super is a word that I hear so often. And I used to love that word, but I can't say it anymore because it just sounds so damn inauthentic. Like I don't care that something is super nice. What does it super do? What is it going to do for my skin? I don't know. It's just aesthetically pleasing on the eye, you know? Like the packaging has got polka dots on it. That's really great. Then that's what they'll say. The Instagram influencers will talk about the packaging and they'll talk about how smooth the formula feels. But they have no idea what the ingredients are inside and it's not their fault. They don't know what isopropyl palmitate is. They don't know the differences and which alcohols are safe to be in skincare and which ones are not. They are given a criteria. They are given a check and they do as commanded because they're getting paid to do it. It becomes kind of difficult for you as a consumer, especially someone who's constantly on Instagram consuming information. It becomes this falsified universe where all of these gorgeous people that we are looking up to are claiming that these products are doing something for their skin when they haven't even really used them We don't have the same skin as them, so how are we supposed to know that what's working for them is going to work for us? We're not, but they're making these claims, and it's just not right. There's no real truth to it. When I have clients telling me, oh, I use this product, my favorite influencer put me on to it, it's always like a red flag. Like, all right, let's like see, is your favorite Instagram influencer an esthetician? Is she a cosmetologist? Is she a dermatologist? What's her criteria? No, she's just like, you know, she's a blogger. That's what she does. It's fun to follow these pages, but just understand that these people are getting paid to advertise this stuff. They may not even be using the product, or if they are using the product, I doubt it that they're using it for the amount of time that you need to really see if a product works. Reality speaking, you need a minimum of four weeks for basically any product. Nothing is going to show up in two weeks. It's just not. I don't care what the packaging says. You need to give your skin time to adjust to the ingredients that are being put into it. Three days ain't going to cut it. That's the biggest thing with the Instagram influencers is they're just not honest usually. And again, like what works for them is not what's going to work for you. So these personalized stories with these products are not useful. What you need to know is ingredients. You need to know what's inside of this product. Why is this product working for some people? And is it going to work for me based on its formulation, not based on its packaging? So that's my little take on the Instagram influencer influencing skincare. Don't listen to them. Contact your local esthetician, cosmetologist, dermatologist, and get some true answers. Don't rely on the cutie with the selfies. Moving on to a more intensive part of the marketing. And it's kind of sucky, but it's the reality. And it's kind of how our world is run now. And marketing thrives off of our insecurities. This was a subject that we covered in my skincare coaching program, uh, Clear Skin Accelerator with my coach Beatriz Casado. She's amazing. I talk about her program all the time on my Instagram page and I'm definitely going to have her on here so we can talk about the program that she runs. But this was something that we talked about in her program. She taught us a lot about it and we're going to share a little bit of what I learned here. Marketing thrives off of your insecurities. What I mean by that is Marketing makes you think that something is wrong with you. Let's take an example of a clean and clear commercial, just for a lack of me thinking of anything else. So you see the girl in the commercial, she's got like a pimple. Okay, you're watching this commercial like, oh, I have a pimple. She starts washing her face with this clean and clear product. And the end of the commercial, she looks so happy and her skin is clear. So you as the consumer watching this start to develop this insecurity like, oh, I've got this pimple. And even though it may not have been making you sad before, you're being fed this information that because this person has a pimple, they are sad. And now that their skin is, quote, I'm doing quotes, clean, they are happy. So you internalize that, maybe subconsciously, and start thinking, well, if I've got acne, I must be dirty. I need to get this product. I need to clean myself. Even if it's just one pimple, which is perfectly normal, our skin can break out. Healthy skin, clear skin it breaks out. There's nothing unhealthy about that. It's just what it's a defense mechanism that our skin has. So you're seeing these commercials and it starts feeding that kind of insecurity demon that lives inside of all of us. We start going and buying these products to fix a problem that's not even really there. Think about you 14 years old, Watching that commercial, you've got one pimple, and then you start to get more acne as you turn 16. But you've been using clean and clear products. You've been using some form of skincare for the last two years, and you're getting into your later teens now and realizing, oh my god, I'm actually getting acne now. But you've been so manipulated to be thinking that you've had acne this entire time, you start thinking that your start point with acne was 14 when you didn't really start breaking out until you were about 16 or 17. So now you're thinking that you've been an acne victim since you were 14. And these commercials continue. Proactive does it. I mean, there's so many commercials that feed on your insecurities and show you befores and afters. And they're always so sad in the befores. The point is you end up buying products to, air quotes, fix your condition when the reality of it all is you didn't really have a condition before you started using these products. Hmm. Why is that? Well, a lot of these things that they give to kids, uh, the anti-acne stuff, the clean and clear stuff, the, I mean, there's like benzoyl peroxide washes for kids. All of this stuff is all quick fixes. So what it's going to do is dry up current acne that you're seeing on your face. And as a kid, that's going to that's going to be enough for you. You're going to be like, okay, cool. It was here today. It's gone the next. That's enough for me. But then you start using these products on the regular. You're washing your face maybe twice a day when it's just not necessary to do that. What you end up doing is creating a damaged acid mantle, which is the outermost layer of your skin responsible for keeping moisture intact. And that is what's really going to cause conditions like acne, rosacea, oily skin, dry, flaky skin, all of that stuff is actually caused by the products, not caused by anything internally by you. Of course, there's some cases where the acne is present inside of your body and coming out. But a lot of the times people deal with mid-teens to adult acne because they've been using products that have been stripping the crap out of their skin And now after their skin has been trying to be resilient for so long, it finally craps out and it's like, all right, listen, I can't do this anymore. You've been stripping me and I tried my best, but bacteria is not going to get in. So it's the reverse effect where you are shown this product to make something go away and it creates a bigger problem for you. And because you've seen that it worked in the past, you're convinced that it's going to continue to work even though your skin is getting worse. So you keep using this product or you keep spending money and throwing your money at these advertisers. Oh, we've got a spot treatment. Oh, we've got the toner. Oh, you're not exfoliating. And it's all this stuff. When in reality, it's just like your skin needs a damn break. Your skin has been exhausted with all of the incorrect ingredients for so long. And now it's gotten beaten up. So you have to reevaluate and see what it is that your skin needs. Because acne, for example, is not just caused by one thing. Everyone thinks that acne is just for oily skin but there's people that have surface dehydration that have crazy clogged pores going on underneath their skin you're going to sit there and tell me that we need to dry their skin out more their skin is already dry and they've still got acne so how are we going to throw some salicylic acid on that face when that's going to burn the crap out of them it's going to create another problem A way that I explain your skin's resilience to clients is by reminding them that your skin is an organ. It's a living, breathing organ. It's got cells. It has functionality, a whole ecosystem that runs smoothly. When we start to interfere with it the wrong way, that's when problems start to arise. It's very similar to how You can consume alcohol for years on end before you really see the damage happen to your liver because our bodies are resilient. Your liver is there to keep you alive, so it's going to take that abuse as long as it can, but eventually it's going to crap out. It's the same with our skin. Your skin is going to be taking abuse as long as it can, and then it's going to eventually start to weaken, and that's how the skin conditions arrive. That's why it's so important to be careful with the media that you're consuming because if you're consuming information that is making you feel insecure, that is feeding a monster that is going to make you start looking for a solution to the problem. And maybe the problem isn't even as big as what you're thinking that it is, but your insecurity is so loud that you immediately want to rush to the quickest fix, the strongest thing, medications, steroids, benzyl peroxide. I'm not against benzoyl peroxide. I'm just saying it is, it is a stronger form of something to fight acne you need to be very conscious of what you're consuming media wise because skin conditions are really oftentimes created by incorrect formulation of products incorrect use of products overuse of products and just following the instructions that it says on the bottle even though it's not safe for you it's the unfortunate truth you can follow the instructions on the back of the bottle, but your skin is not generalized. You know, that product is generalizing the directions. You need to listen to your skin. I have so many clients come in that are like, oh, the bottle says to use it three times a week. It's like, oh, but your skin is dry as hell. So you shouldn't be using something that's stripping you that, that often. You should be using it, you know, maybe once a week. Let's even see if this is something that's benefiting you. It's just, it's a difficult thing for you guys to navigate on your own, which is why there are skincare professionals that you can go to to do the work for you, get it customized as it should be, and let you know what you really need to heal this condition of yours. Yeah, marketing, and not just in skincare, marketing in general thrives off of our insecurities. So get right with yourself, be gentle with yourself, don't speak poorly about your skin. She just wants to protect you. She's there to keep you healthy, and that's her only concern. A little personal experience for you guys. I had thought I was an acne sufferer my whole life. I remember when I got started into my Clear Skin Accelerator coaching program, she had asked me, when did you start getting acne? And I thought, 12, I was like, oh yeah, I remember going to camp and having to buy an acne wash because I was starting to get like acne and breakouts and all this stuff. And for a few months into the program or a few weeks into the program, I really thought like my acne started when I was 12. And then I found some photos of myself. I think I was on my MySpace or I was looking at photos from MySpace when I was probably 12. And I saw these photos of me. I was like, you didn't have acne like at all. Then I looked up photos of me from, like, my freshman year of high school, and I was like, okay, sis, you still didn't have acne. I mean, some photos would have a breakout here and there, but nothing crazy. I didn't have the skin that I had remembered in my head having, and it even went into my senior year of high school, where I look at photos, I'm like, there's no acne there. When my acne really started showing up was in my 20s, when I got to college, and That was now, that's about just under 10 years of using acne products on my face. Because remember, just because I didn't have acne doesn't mean I didn't think I had acne. So I was 12 years old using benzoyl peroxide on my face, uh, toothpaste facials, just stripping the crap out of my acid mantle, that moisture barrier. And then by the time I got to the age of 20, my skin was like... I'm out. I'm done with you. And that's really when I got acne. So the condition was definitely brought on by myself. Had I known better, had I not stripped the crap out of my skin, had I just been more gentle with my skin, I probably wouldn't have dealt with the adult acne that I ended up dealing with. And I'm finally on the other side of, but it was some, there was some rough times there. And I still don't think the acne that I had, was as bad as I still think it is in my head, if that makes sense. I see photos of myself with acne, and I'm like, well, oh, you're still cute, but when I had it, I was the most insecure little bean. I did not want to go out without makeup on. I had to cover up my spots. That's like an Shania Twain song. Then I could cover up my spots, not play connect the dots. I just want to disappear. Up, 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 can only... Okay, you guys know that song? It's a good song. Uh, Yeah. So anyways, be careful with your skin, be gentle with your skin, make sure you're not abusing her because she will crap out eventually and then that's when conditions, real conditions can arise. I get so many clients coming in to me for the acne clearing facial and they're laying down and I'm like, mm-hmm, why are you here? <laughs> and they're like, oh, I've got some blackheads and I've got clogged pores. I'm like, okay. I was like, you know, just so you know, I always say this, and like, from the distance that I am. I can't see anything. So I'm going to put you underneath the lamp and we're going to take a closer look because you could have some clogged pores. So let's let's take a look. But just so you know, from my perspective, I don't see anything. So I'll put, I'll zoom into them and I'll look at their skin. And oftentimes there's no blackheads. There is no clogged pores. There are just pores, which are completely normal. Our skin has them. And you've just been so manipulated by social media that you think, porcelain skin is a real thing and it's just not a lot of people their favorite thing to do is go oh but look at my chin and they'll drag in their lower lip to stretch the skin on their chin and they start showing me the oil glands that are there and I'm like "Mm "Hmm, okay but when are you doing that in public are you just walking around with your chin stretched like that and of course, they're like, no. And I'm like, okay, well, if you're not walking around like that, it shouldn't concern you what's going on in there. Again, your skin is an organ. It's living. It's breathing. It's doing its thing. Don't go looking for problems. Don't mess with it. You don't know about it. Let it be. If you don't see it, then don't go looking for it. That's just, it's just one more example of people who think that they have a condition. It's the insecurities that advertisements and media have brought on And it's just not the case. You've got healthy, clear skin and it's beautiful. And a breakout or two is perfectly normal. It's perfectly fine. It happens to everybody. Adults, old ladies get pimples and there's no shame in it. It's got to be okay because your skin has one job and it's to protect you. So if bacteria gets in your skin, you better hope and pray you get a pimple. That way it gets out before it gets into your bloodstream and starts wreaking havoc on your body. All right, let's see. What else do I have on here? Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to get into this on this podcast. Maybe I won't. Okay, we're gonna do it. The clean skincare. Alright. The natural skincare. The green washing of products. Let's talk about it because I get that so much. I have clients come in and they're like, Oh, I only use all natural stuff on my skin. I don't use any chemicals on my skin. And when they say that it like drives a knife into my like ears because what do you mean there's no chemicals in your skincare what do you mean not even like in reality everything is a chemical but okay let's pretend that let's pretend that we're not considering water to be a chemical even though it is let's just pretend that what y'all are talking about are like harsh chemicals you're telling me your skincare doesn't even have like a preservative in it Why would you want that? Why would you want something sitting on your shelf in a bottle that you're opening and closing, allowing air to go into, to not have a preservative in it? Do you know that that means so much bacteria is now growing into that product? Bacteria that is not good for you, that's bad for your skin. But because you've been greenwashed with the simplicity of nature, you're thinking that anything that's a quote chemical is bad for you. And that's just not the case. Chemicals are ever existing. We are made up of chemicals. There's nothing wrong with chemicals. Of course, there are harmful chemicals, and it's important to know which ones should go on your skin and which ones shouldn't. But don't put yourself in a box with skincare where you're basically like, my options are water and dirt. Like, No, there are so many safe products and ingredients on the market for you that are going to actually do much better than these, quote, natural products. A lot of people swear by, like, doTERRA, Young Living, oh my gosh, like, no. Essential oils are not meant for your skin. They're also not meant to be consumed, but I'm not a dietitian, so I'm not going to even get into that conversation. If you sell doTERRA, like, you have to stop telling people to drink that, for real. Essential oils in skincare are just not what you think they are. Essential oils are derived from a plant being soaked in alcohol, which is why you're not supposed to consume it. But because of all that alcohol that the plant was absorbed in, it's a very drying ingredient now. So when you've got a product, let's say a moisturizer that's got eight or 10 different essential oils, and you're like, I'm so fancy and clean. I'm eco-friendly. I'm using all these essential oils and it all sounds so luxurious. And in reality, you're like, drying the crap out of your acid mantle and once again we know that if you're destroying that acid mantle that acid if you're destroying that acid mantle your moisture is going to be all messed up and that is when you've got conditions arising that acid mantle needs to be intact it is everything please stop boxing yourself in with this I need to be using natural skincare because you don't there's so much out there that is safe to put on your skin. And oftentimes the natural stuff is the damaging stuff. So don't let simple packaging fool you. I know it's really, I, I'm a, I'm not a minimalist, but I would love to be. I like the aesthetic, I do. I'm very, I'm somebody that enjoys a bottle of lotion that is just white, crisp and clean. It's got blissful lotion on it it attracts me. If you put a leaf on it, done. I want it in my medicine cabinet for the aesthetic purpose of it. Now that I know about ingredients, I know about product formulation, and when I flip that bad boy over and I read the ingredients, it's like, oh girl, I cannot put this on my face. You are trying to have me burn my skin and it's not going to happen no matter how simple your bottle is. Be mindful of that if you're somebody who's interested in all-natural skincare. Just, just do your research or ask ask for some help because it's not all it's cracked up to be. And there's a lot of lies that go into that. Basically, at the end of the day, marketing is marketing regardless of the industry that it is. Their position is to make something likable for you so that way you want to consume it, spend money. And they don't really care about whether or not the product is specifically made for you they're going to put out a general product with some general information and then the packaging and the marketing is going to be specified towards people specified towards the greenwashed people specified towards the younger demographic specified towards the older demographic towards gen z towards depends on who they're trying to sell to and that's going to depend on the product packaging and has nothing to do with what's really going on inside of the product with all that being said I know it can be very overwhelming to shop for skincare. That's why at Bell Beauty Boutique, I do product consultations. It's a $25 service. You send me all of the products that you're currently using, and I'll review all of them based on the ingredients and the formulation of the product. If they're great, I'm going to let you know. If they're not, I'm going to let you know. If they're not great, we're going to talk about what ingredients are making them poor for your skin. And then we're also going to replace those products with products that are going to have ingredients that back up the claims that will help you reach your skincare goals in a timely manner, in a safe way, in a healthy way that's going to get your skin strong. Because at the end of the day, clear skin is strong skin. Again, our skin is an organ. It doesn't care about aesthetics. It cares about protecting you. So the result of having healthy skin is going to give you clear, glowing skin. Be gentle with your skin And book a product consultation so that way we can talk specifically about you and your concerns, you and your skin conditions, and get you on a regimen that's going to work specifically for you. All right, you guys. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Please remember to leave me a review, five stars, if you liked it. Let me know if you want more skincare or if you're interested in lashes, if you want business advice. Tell me what you want to hear about on this podcast. Alright, that's all we've got for today, so thanks again for listening, and I'll see you guys soon. Bye!